You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. As much as I complain about my meth head neighbors, I feel like those people, uh-huh. when they look at me, I'm the same. <laughs> like that's how. Like, like it's like the hierarchy. It's like aliens would look at people like ants. That's how kind of I, I felt like when I was walking through their neighborhood. Maybe not quite that bad. Maybe it's a bit of an exaggeration, but okay. it's still all the same. I was very much out of my uh, financial class. Well, I mean, it's a little awkward for you because you're used to running through your neighborhood. Yeah, true. <laughs> Very true. I feel like everybody thought I was going to steal something from them. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Why is that guy running through our neighborhood? This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, where sometimes we turn off our phones before we broadcast. When we're radio professionals. Other times we don't. And uh, we broadcast five days a week right here on this and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Oops, I left my phone on. Um, all right, we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. We have some special guests that are going to be joining us. Of course, you know Jason from The Carl Show Starring Jason, which is a show that airs here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And one of his side things that he does is he puts on a series of movies at the Hollywood Theater here in town called Movies in Black and White. And it's where they show a movie that has some kind of a racial uh, connotation, if connotation. You will. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then afterwards, he has a panel that talks about it at the Hollywood. It's a really cool series, and I was actually part of it uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a couple months ago, but doesn't he, the panel usually consists of like one white guy, one black guy, and like talking about their different perspectives? Kind of, I mean, not necessarily white and black, but generally speaking, but Ooh. sometimes it you know, could be something else too. I mean, there's, there's different people that come up there, but this one in particular, though, that they're going to be showing, I want to find out how the hell he got this in a in the Hollywood theater when it's such a huge movie right it's now. It's amazing. But next week they're showing straight out of Compton at the Hollywood Theater here in town, which, which is, is a small, one of the best venues. And yeah, it's just so awesome. Independent theater. I mean, it is all Hollywood theater is amazing, and the fact that they're showing straight out of Compton is fantastic. So he's going to be in here talking about that, along with uh, Dan from the Hollywood Theater, and then a couple of other people. I think uh, Johnny from the Butcher Shop Podcast is going to awesome. be here. Maybe Cool Nuts, but I don't think Cool Nuts is coming in. There. Oh, my God. That's going to be a lot of people in our hot that's studio. A lo- it's going to be a lot of people in the oh hot boy. studio. So <laughs> that, that's going to be coming up here in just a little bit. But Jason will be talking all about that. And uh, we got a lot of other stuff that's coming up. But, uh, yeah, the running thing. And you're yeah, going to find... tell me about the fancy place. So you're going to find we're going to be talking about this a bit here over the next week or so. Because next week, in case you didn't know, Sarah and I are going to be participating in Hood to Coast, which is a relay, a 198-mile relay that starts at the... At Timberline Lodge on Mount Hood and goes all the way to the coast at Seaside. Oh, Jesus. Where we each run three legs, and we've got something... We're going to talk to you about that here in yeah. just a second. We've got an idea of sorts. Well, the, yeah, there's a there's a thing that uh, we're going to be looking for some help, and maybe you guys get to also uh, get make us out do of things. It? Yeah. yeah. So ew, that sounds like you're like offering sexual favors. You'll get to make us do things for a certain <laughs> reward. So yeah, we'll figure out how to. No, for, maybe we we'll have to come up with an advertisement reason. for it. <laughs> yeah, don't say it to where it sounds like we're sex workers. For a monetary reward. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something. Take your reward. Take your reward. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. But so so I've been training 
you know, trying to run. I'm late in the game on training. I should have been training more than I have been. I'm just going to admit that right now. I, I'm not trained enough, but I'm going to do it anyway, and I will do it with a plum, and I will make it through. Did you say a plum? Yes. Isn't it a plum? Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm nervous about it. So I, I've been I, running, though. You have been running, and when you run, you run long distances. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Just realize when you're doing it that it's forever. And it's never mm -hmm. going to end, and then that's all you need to think about. That's the key thing. You put mm -hmm. that into your mind, and then that, then you're then you're good to go. And and so I, I ran uh, yesterday. I did a I, I ran ish a few miles. Well, it was really fucking hot yesterday. It was to be really honest. hot. It was like, ninety some degrees. I tried to run. I actually uh, had to take a break and like go into a store and buy something because I was way too overheated. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it's very very toasty. It was very hot. So so I did run though, and I I ended up. Usually, the way I normally run here in Portland is I end up going through the the area of town called Felony Flats, and it's where the um, where more of the crime happens. Where when you hear the where sirens, Portland crime, but it's, where you hear sirens yeah, in Portland, they're generally headed in that direction. There's usually once you get into Felony Flats, there's usually a couple of shootings that'll happen, and especially with the hot weather, you know, there's there's uh, there's a lot of meth. But why do the shootings happen in Felony Flats in the hot weather? Because once the hot weather comes out, that that brings the crazies out. The heat they get all bring stirred the crazy. up. It's true. Yeah, they they stirred get, up like a hornet's nest. Yeah, it oh, is. Speaking of that, how's your head? Oh yeah, yeah, my head. It's still uh, it's still it just. But it doesn't honest. seem like it's hurting anymore. No, it doesn't hurt anymore. Oh, good, good. And in case you missed Monday's show, a hornet... This is just the most Greg Nibbleriest thing that could ever happen. ...burrowed into my hair Monday morning <laughs> and began stinging me, uh, who, well, at least once, on the top of my head. And so it was terrifying, and I still have nightmares about it, and I've hesitated going out the back door a little bit, and I get really nervous when I walk out there. I'm going to have some kind of PTSD from this hornet that stung my head, and I'm trying to let it go, although there's still a bump on my head, and there's still it still itches really bad. All right, thanks for the update. So there it is. Okay. All right, so felony flats. Felony flats. Uh, so that's why I normally uh, Heat stirs the crazy. Heat stirs them up. They get mm -hmm. all riled up. They get they get antsy, and they get, uh, they get the, I don't know, they get jittery or whatever it is. They get nervous about things, and then there's usually crime. But when I run through those neighborhoods, I'm usually the one, for me, it's like looking in, you know, I, I just like to run by. I'm going. I'm going fast enough. Well, I'm not going fast, but I'm. I'm running by, so they're they're not going to run after me for the most part. But I can look in. I like to do a, you know, I like to do a little bit of sidewalk peeping, which is perfectly legal peeping if you're on the sidewalk. Because if the fact that you're calling it peeping just makes it sound creepy. Some looking, doing a little looky loo. Some creeping and peeping. I'm not creeping. That's the difference. See, if you're creeping and peeping, creeping means that you're going up onto somebody's property. And then you're like peeking in through a window or something like that. Just sidewalk peeping. Now, now that's different. Sidewalk peeping. I'm just seeing what they're presenting to the world. You know, if you open up your blinds and your windows and you know it faces a street and you have all kinds of weird stuff in there and you're like, oh, I don't want anybody to look in. Well, too bad. You're showing that to the world. Everybody gets to look. Oh, wow. You, you just imagine there's a camera there. I mean, that's how that's how I look. I at would life. agree with that, though. I mean, because like, for example, my parents have bay windows, like the big ones in the front, and they keep them open. And then at night, when they don't want people looking in, they close them. But they're aware, mm -hmm. like during the day, when the windows are open, people can look into the residence. Yeah. yeah, it's like giving permission to let somebody. I mean, not stand and openly stare. Well, no. If I stood there and stared, that's different. 
That That's a different kind of peeping. That's not what I'm doing. Sidewalk peeping is something we all do. It's where you just walk, you know, running along the sidewalk. I'm trucking along. Oh, I'm going to look to the right. Oh, my gosh. What's going on in that garage? Okay. Took a look. Now I'm going to keep on going. Oh, my gosh. Those guys are doing something weird and bizarre in that yard. I'm just going to take a look. Okay. Take a gander. Whoop. They saw me. Turn around. Keep oh, going. You just have, like, too much, like, free time when you're running. When I'm running, all I'm doing is just like, oh, my God. All right. I'm, I'm just going to go for another mile, and then I'm going to walk for, like, a couple minutes. And I'm just looking straight ahead. Like, I don't give a shit what's going on around me. Oh, but that's how I'm entertaining myself. Like, that's how that's how I have to do it because I've, i got to have something. You know, I'm trying to pick out something to pay attention to that'll distract me from the fact that <laughs> Keelan I'm brings up a good running. point. He was talking about your peeping. He said the fact that you have a different name for it makes it creepy. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying I'm not one of those guys. You know, I'm like everybody else. I'm just running around You're a cool guy. And, You're a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you go on the sidewalk, you take a look around, like, oh, okay, what's happening there? Oh, what's, oh, I've always wondered what's in that backyard. Uh Uh-oh, they took down a tree. Run a little slower. Okay, keep going. Oh, wow. But never stop. All right, so you've done a lot of peeping in felony flats and and your surrounding neighborhoods. Yeah, and it's always interesting, so I probably see a crime every time I'm out there. Sure. Yeah. And you decided to um, mix it up a little yesterday. Yes. Like, I I don't know where you went, but I know that you said it was a little uh, higher caliber. It was. I ended up running, um, there's a certain section, I'll just say where it is, certain section near Mount Tabor that has uh, the real fancy houses. Oh, like the top of Mount Tabor? Or yeah. like the backside? The the backside, the top, before you get down into like Montevilla or anything like that. Mm. There's there's a section up there that's, it's some pretty wealthy people. Oh, the mansions. Yeah, the mansions. Mm-hmm. The mansions that are all up there. The Tabor the mansions. Like there are legit mansions they on are. top of Mount Tabor. And you can't see them or from like any- right to the side. Like they're, to, they're like just north of Tabor. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So right there, like you, as you get up, like the the entrance to the park, like if you go north instead, and you you can't see them from any regular road. You would never really have a reason to drive down these roads either because they don't really connect much of anywhere. The rich roads. The rich roads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have a whole world up there. There was like a there was like a neighborhood park almost um, kind of thing that was going on up there. They had. I mean, it was it was just strange. They I had, will not say the name of the person. I have a friend whose parents lives up there. Mm, yeah. Live yeah. up there. Their house has a roundabout. It is like four stories. It has like it, it is. It's a full on legit, legit. Why do I keep saying legit? God, I'm annoying myself. A full on, a full on actual mansion, like yeah. mansion, mansion, like mm-hmm. pillars in the front. Yes, yes. It's like it's so fancy. Yeah, that's the neighborhood I was running through. I could have gone by that house and I wouldn't have known it. I mean, it was it was. You wouldn't have been looking or over at the house. Oh, I was looking, but that's where the problem came along. <laughs> I think people noticed me looking. And I couldn't help it. I mean, it, it was, uh, and I was just looking well, because I was. Well, you want to see the riches. Well, yeah. I mean, it was so nice. There was this one house that had like multi-layered, like, of, of course, everything's manicured lawns, like immaculate. Perfectly. It's like Edward Scissorhands is just running around up Perfectly there. manicured lawns. And it was like three layers of it. So they had like these different tiers. And then it went up to the giant house, which took up a whole... Um, That's how you can tell you're rich. You like, have a tiered lawn. You can't commit to probably, one front lawn, so you no. have to have like, multiple front lawns. And it lawns. was like half a block on one side, and then it ran the corner, and it was a half a block on the other side. I mean, huge. And then you could just see in the back, they had like all these... Uh, Different balconies and places with like all these setups, and there was like a bunch of tables and chairs, and like I don't know, they had this whole like fancy setup back there with like a sound system, and I couldn't help it. I I wanted to see, you know, I was like the it changed things where I was like the poor kid, I was just like wow, look at all that stuff they have, they have. 
They have lawn chairs that don't did have you, holes in them. Did you run up oh. to the windows and press your nose against them uh-huh. and look in? And watch them eat. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. I, I The thing I really wanted to, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live if you are a live subscriber. Someone has just posted a picture of uh, D.B. Cooper implying that's Not me. Not that that was the Unabomber. Oh, is that the Unabomber? <laughs> yeah, that's the Unabomber. Is it? I'm pretty damn sure I remember I, that picture from when I was a kid. Well, that's... Or is it D.B. Cooper? Oh, I don't know. Are now they I'm the same person? I thought D.B. Cooper was No, D.B. Cooper didn't have the uh, the hoodie. You're right. That's the Unabomber. Okay, I was pretty sure. Yeah, my, yeah. Bad. Okay. my bad. Well, they both wore the glasses, and they're both pretty damn creepy. Well, so. they both wore peeping specs, just like you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, you need peeping specs so people don't know what you're peeping on. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody is pointing it out. Yes, that was the Unabomber. I'm sorry. I, I was For some reason, I went to D.B. Cooper. Well, uh, because D.B. Cooper is cooler than the Unabomber. Well, D.B. Cooper, well, they're both from the Northwest. I although, know. Although the Unabomber is more of a Montana but I, that still kind of counts. It's Western Montana. It still counts. We shouldn't be bragging about that. That's a terrible thing. No, don't brag about it. It's that like, and oh, yeah, serial killers. What? We had Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, he killed a guy in my dorm. <laughs> Someone said that it's the Unanibbler. <laughs> Unanibbler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you were running through these through these neighborhoods with all the riches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, what did you see that was like most unique to you? <sighs> did you see things that were bejeweled? Well, okay. They had like really fancy gardens. But then they'd have these fences up to make sure, like, they're worried about people stealing their vegetables. So they had this one where it was... People like you. Yeah, but it was a fancy (laughs) fence. I was looking at it. I was like, okay, I understand if you have, like, a fence around something. But this was a fence. It was, like, stylized, so it was different levels. And I was looking at it, and and it was, like, nicely painted and all this. I'm like, oh, that's an odd fence. And then I realized, it's blocking the garden. It's a fancy way of keeping me out. That's what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. They're disguising it to make it look artistic. (laughs) But really, they might as well have barbed wire on it because I can't climb over the damn thing. Not that I want to. It's probably going to be electrocuted. It probably is. Mm -hmm. It probably is. It's an electric fence, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you want to steal my organic free-range vegetables? Yeah, whatever they have there. You know they're not growing them anyway. They're rich. They have somebody else that comes No, they're not. They have their gardeners growing them. But then all they do is when they talk at their tea parties, they're just like, oh... My vegetable crop is growing so nicely this year. No, they go out there like once a year and they have their big giant, uh, you know, gardening hat that you see all the ladies wear. Oh, yeah. And then their their special overalls that have never been worn and their gloves and a little bit of like like shears. And they shear And they kind of like get their hands a little dirty and make it look like they've been using the gloves. That's my neighbor, actually. That's Mm -hmm. what she does. I've seen her out there with her. She's got the whole outfit and the the get get up. up. Oh, yeah. The big giant hat. And we're not it kind of looks like a against... sombrero, but it's like the big giant hat. I'm talking about she does it for show. It's pretend gardeners. Like there are people who are actually out there who like to toil the toil the earth. Well, and... no, and more power to them because yeah, no, that's it's great. great. You get to make your own food. <laughs> I'm making fun of the people who are doing it just for show. Oh, I know, and there are some like show off gardeners. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, look at this dish I made with my pesto from my garden. No, oh. yeah. Well, very fancy. Very fancy. That sounds that sounds incredibly fancy. Yeah, it is really nice up there. What what possessed you to go and uh, see the higher uh, higher parts of life? I kind of got lost. You got lost. Well, I was running around the side. I mean, I lived next to this place for a long time. Did you get heat stroke again? It was very hot. <laughs> very hot. I did bring water with me this time, although I drank it all, so I was out of water at that point. And I ended up. I I just was like, all right, well, I get, I can't 
go back home yet. Still got to keep running. Still got to go. And by the way, my Fitbit uh, did not record my miles correctly because it reset halfway through. And uh, so if anybody follows me on my Fitbit, which I got for Nobody follows in me July, uh, it's not accurate how many steps I went yesterday. It's, it's about 4,000 short. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, my God. I'm just making sure that's clear. Okay. No, I was going around, so I, I decided to go on the backside of this thing. I'm like, oh, well, what's down this street? What's over here? Just keep on going because you always have to keep going, and this is how life is now. And and then I, I just found myself there, and then I didn't really know what I was doing, so I just started wandering around. I oh, was no, kind of in a daze at that point. you should have tried to find like a rich kid's lemonade stand. You could have bought like a, a Dixie cup of lemonade for like $7. N- well, yeah. <laughs> that Well, except I didn't have any cash on me because I forgot to bring any. So I, I was running around though but then I'd see all these other like the fancy lady walkers you know old lady rich walkers oh yeah they're they're all in their nice gear Mm -hmm. and they were walking along but they they move their arms like that they move their arms yeah with the weird weird arm moving Mm -hmm. things like how a T-Rex would walk yeah and I was running through there and I was probably looked a little worse for wear I was pretty sweaty. Mm-hmm. I was pretty tired. You're pretty was, gross when you're all sweaty. And I'm like really, I, I was really sweaty. Yeah. Really, really sweaty. And hot and flustered and then confused too. And then I was looking at everybody's houses. And then I looked over and there's a lady walking on the other side and she's just staring at me. So I tried to do the like, huh, smile thing. But it, but I think it... That would have looked so creepy. I think it looked worse. Yeah, because I was, you know, I'm... Well, I'm barely, really sweaty, I'm barely you jogging. You get like super red. I'm j- barely jogging. I'm covered in sweat. I mean, just as sweaty as a person could possibly be. Uh-huh. Beat red in the face, and you know, probably uh, uh, huffing, and then looking in these, looking at these houses. You know, doing some sidewalk peeping. I didn't go on their property. I did not go on their property legally it speaking. Sound, every time you say that you didn't do something, it sounds like you did like a hundred times over. I didn't though. I did not go onto their property. And 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 then I looked over at her, I'm like, oh well that probably looked weird, so I'm gonna smile at her. And yeah, and then then the problem is then she looked at me and she just kind of got these like wide eyes and she like sped up a little bit and I noticed her as I jogged past, like past the point where you make eye contact with someone, she kept looking at me. And like really nervously, and I'm like, oh, oh, I just, I just made her really nervous, didn't I? Yeah. Like this is. Well, they already can tell that you don't belong in the neighborhood. No, I don't. No, I do not belong Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. I do not belong around there. And uh, and then then I tried to get. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) In the the live chat, there are some. John got really defensive about gardening. I didn't know that he was a gardener. He said, you know, these guys could have been doctors and lawyers that bought a house 30 years ago and now are enjoying their retirement by gardening. Gardening. They don't have to be bastards like you describe. Oh well, sorry. No, we're talking about everybody. Sorry for John and his mansion. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm Just not talking I about everyone. Garden in my mansion. Uh, no, I, of course there are probably people that garden. I, I, I mean, there are a lot of people that garden here in Portland, but I'm sure there's some on the mountain that do. And Kristen, there are some that they bast- They're bastards till we can afford to be their neighbors. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Kristen. You have nailed that. That is pure jealous and spite, and that is what I'm full of. We are All right. full of jealousy and spite. <laughs> uh, Keelan in live chat says, "We live says, in the shadow of them, but literally in the shadow." Literally, of them. yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. my house is down below their shadow. Uh, Keelan says, "Motherfucker, you got to stop smiling at people. That shit is scary." <laughs> I'm just trying to be friendly. I was just trying to be friendly. Nobody wants a sweaty weird guy looking sweaty, across beat the red, street at them, and dry like, mouth, slowly smiling. Oh my god, that would freak me. And out. I looked, I'm like. Huh. And I had my headphones in, so I probably made a sound like that. Like, huh. Oh, yeah, you probably like made some weird grunting noise and you didn't know. Mm-hmm. 
Right, well, well, I gave that lady this, something to talk about for a while. Though. All of this pain and running has been leading up to the fact that we are doing Hood to Coast, which is coming up next weekend. We are. And this is where you guys, the listeners of Fun Employment Radio, come into this. So we have come up with something. Since if you'd like to. If you'd yes. like to. But we have, uh, we have put something up for offer. And this would actually help us out tremendously. And also, we want to make sure that you guys get something out of this, too, whether it's torturing us for our run or, you know, joining in and cheering us on. I'm sure that's what everybody wants to do. So if you go to this website, <laughs> Fun Employment... Or just throw tomatoes at Greg as he goes or by. Or throw tomatoes at me. <laughs> FunEmploymentRadio.com slash run. It's FunEmploymentRadio.com slash run, where we have opened this up. It is called Sponsor a Leg on Sarah and Greg's Hood to Coast Run. So sponsor a leg for Sarah and Greg. It is a, what we're doing is we are putting up each of our three legs available for a sponsorship. Now that's, uh, what you get with it is this. So it's a $50 a leg for sponsorship. So we have six legs between us. So basically Greg and I are each running three times. So I'm running legs one, 13 and 25. So this is out of one through 36. Greg is running two, 14 and 26. Yeah. Which means together we're running a total of 31.14 miles. Yes. And what we're doing, we're putting this up, and I know this isn't for everybody, but we need to advertise this because maybe there's some very kind uh, folks out there who would like to pick up this, these sponsorships. And then so what at, it comes at our with, expense. Yeah. And yeah, we're having to run, believe me, miserably through these things. Mm-hmm. So what it comes with, uh, each of the sponsorships uh, receives the following. A dedication of the leg to you or a person of your choice. That means we'll post it on uh, social media and we'll, we'll make the proclamation that this leg is dedicated to so-and-so. To, like, uh, like Kristen. Yes. Yeah, Kristen K. Yes. Yes. Kristen K is picking up our first sponsorship, mm-hmm. I think, on that. Uh, the, <laughs> and uh, along with that, we will hold up a sign with a message of your choice after the run for both a picture and a video where we will hold up the sign that you want. We'll even make the sign for you. You just give us the message that has to be on it. We'll hold it up. Take a picture with video. Have you looking, been looking for a way to propose to that special Fun Employment Radio fan in your life? Ooh. Why not have one of us hold a sign for it while we're sweaty and disgusting? Yes. We can do that for you. Imagine me, sweaty, red, smile, trying to force a smile, holding up your message. All right. Or, I mean, we're actually, you can use it for a sponsorship if you have like a small business mm-hmm. or a large business or want to start a business or want to advertise your, your Twitter followers, like anything Absolutely. that you want. As long as it's not crass and as long as it doesn't have profanity in it because this is going to be going a lot of places yeah. and reaching a lot of people so we can't have it be vulgar in any way. Yeah, yeah, that, and that is true. You can make fun of us slightly if you want to do that or promote your business or do whatever you want. But yeah, we've got to be careful about some of the stuff, but I don't think that's going to be too big of a problem. Yeah. Uh, there, we will also be film a video in your honor that we're uh, th- dedicating the run to you. You also will get a studio visit to Fun Employment Radio to sit in on a show. And finally, you will receive a 30-second promotion or message of your choice, which will be read by us on the show when which you come in. we can be a little more lenient with the message on the show. That one, you can kind of write whatever you, you want. You can kind of write whatever you want. And that is all what you get for sponsoring just one of the legs. So that's included in one leg. You can sponsor more if you'd like, and then you can get more. But, I mean, one leg, 50 bucks, first come, first serve. Yeah. 
First come, first serve. So they're gone when they're gone. And yeah, I mean, if uh, you guys would like to do that, if you'd like more information, you can always send us an email, but just go to funemploymentradio.com slash run. You can see all the info. It helps us out, and we want to help you out by doing that so we can promote whatever you want. And I want to well. hand make some signs. I'm super Sarah excited. Sarah wants to hand make a sign. You can get the sign afterwards if you want. Um, if you have a special thing you would like to include. Oh, when they with come it. into the studio? Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. So we would uh, appreciate you guys considering that. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Like, And plus, if we're running for someone, it makes me... I mean, we're clearly already running for the team. No, but but it would be nice, like, running for someone. Mm -hmm. That would make it more fun. I I concur. Yes. It'll make it worth it. Yes. Let me get sweaty for you. Ew. That's probably not the right way to sell it. That's, like, the worst thing you've ever said. I'll be red and sweaty and thinking of you. No, that's not. No, I'm not going to use that as a Don't tagline. Don't use that's that. Nobody will that. ever want to. Nobody's going to buy my leg. legs. They're all. They're just going to buy yours. Red and sweaty and thinking of you. Well, I'll also be sweaty. So. Yeah, but they're they're not going to be as creeped out by you. Damn it! it Did I mess this up already? We can both be creepy in our own ways. All right, ways. we'll think about okay. it. All right, well, we should take a quick break because we do have our special guests coming in here to talk about Straight Out of Compton at the Hollywood Theater. So we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi everyone, how you guys doing? I mean, you're listening now to Fun Employment Radio, and this is Tommy Wiseau. You are turning me apart, our audience in Portland. Portland? It's not the Portland. I am now. It's do kind pr- of Portland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you see, now they correct me. All the uh, cut. <laughs> I've not heard that one in a while. Well, I, we had, when we were talking about DB Cooper, we briefly mentioned Tommy Wiseau. So oh, there I it is. I figured that was the tie-in. It all ties in. Also, there's the most amazing discussion going on in the chat right now. What the initials, which we all know what they are, but what the initials NWA actually stand for. <laughs> um, people are coming up with some really creative things, such as uh, neatly wasted artistry, National Weather Association. Yes, I think that's uh, the secret that's revealed in the movie. Is that's no wind anticipated? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was it the whole time. The whole oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, everyone, and we are joined now by a cavalcade of guests. Not one, not two, but three. But three guests. We've got. I'll just start down here. We've got Johnny from the Butcher Shop Podcast right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey. Hi, Johnny. How's everybody doing? Good. How you doing? I'm basically sitting on Jason's lap. That's all right. You guys can snuggle well, a little. Well, hey. Little. You know. <laughs> worry about it. We were going to keep that off air. Man, just it's to, too hot. You know, <laughs> but. It is. I know. No touching in the room. It just gets too warm. <laughs> or you can touch if you'd like. I don't want to. No, I, I mean, hey, you're free to do whatever you want. I can't <laughs> resist. <laughs> and that is Jason right here. <laughs> Mr. Hi. Lamb. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for having us on. Oh, of course. You look Absolutely. very dapper in your button-up shirt today. Thank your, you. Your polo, you switched you to a very smooth voice right there. It was just like, he does. Yes, it's like a you. smooth radio much, yeah. voice. What are you trying to say? <laughs> My voice is smooth all the time. Uh, yes, thank you very much. That's yes, what Jason I'm, says when he walks in. He's like, oh, hey. A Carl show starring Jason How you uh, doing? featuring me. I am the star of it. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got Jason's here. the biggest diva we've ever met. By yes, the way. Wow. such a diva. <laughs> such a diva. You haven't spent enough time with Johnny yet. <laughs> <laughs> and we've also got joining us right now, Dan from the Hollywood Theater. 
How's it going? Oh, Doing hello well. Hello to you, Dan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in on such a warm and beautiful day. It is hot in here. It is. <laughs> it is. I know Greg always tells me not to talk about it on the air, but sometimes you can't not talk about it because it's like a little bit of a hot Well, box. I mean, we can't have the fans or the air conditioning on. I'm a stickler well, for it because we, it affects the we microphones. We can. You just don't want to because it'll like make some background noise. <laughs> right. So I'd rather suffer and then... Yeah, yeah, don't act I sound like, like, it's like I sound impossible. like a real jerk. Now yeah, you at this really point. do, actually. <laughs> all of our guests. It's are all for in the magic, sweating. Sarah. All for the magic. <laughs> We're all making a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you have put together something amazing. So, we were talking about it earlier, Jason. Your movies in black and white, which you've been doing for how many is this now? Uh, let's see. This is probably six or seven that we've done at the Hollywood. Awesome. Uh, we started about a year ago, uh, and you guys had us on for that, I believe, the first one that mm-hmm. we did. Um, but yeah, we've been, it's a screening series at the Hollywood Theater that uh, I'm so lucky that my benefactor here, uh, Dan Halstead, has uh, uh, got on board for uh, about a year ago. We've done uh, Do the Right Thing, we've done Selma, we've done 48 Hours, Rocky Three. Uh, what was the one that you were on the panel for? 48 Hours. Oh, yeah. 40, was that yeah. 48 Hours? Uh-huh. You were on that with Keelan. Uh, yep. from God, that movie was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was the first time I'd ever seen it. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, mm. that's... Hey, listen, it's a great movie. We got into a discussion about it, though. Um, and I, just, I should say the point of the, of the series is to screen films and have a, uh, a discussion with the audience afterwards about race and, and cinema and just perceptions of, of race and, and mass media is basically what it is. So, That's awesome. Um, yeah, we've had some very spirited discussions. I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> over the past year or so. Um, but, yeah, but next week we're going to be showing uh, Straight Outta Compton, which has uh, been running at the which Hollywood. Which kudos to you guys. That's an awesome get. That's yeah, that's, really great. that's this man right over here awesome. that, that, that pulled it together. together. Um, uh, it's been showing there since last week, but um, this is going to be a, a special screening where we're going to have a post-film uh, discussion about it, um, and Johnny's going to be on the panel. Uh, along with Sean Jordan, who's a comedian in town, folks know from uh, Funny Over Everything. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah we've had Sean on a billion times. And, um, and Cool Nuts, Northwest rap legend Cool Nuts is going to be on the panel Greg with us as well. Greg is the so. biggest fan of Cool Nuts. Cool Nuts is awesome. I, know. I mean, yeah. I... I'm not making fun of you for it. He is amazing. <laughs> what are you saying about Cool Nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about... No, that is really fantastic. Yeah. That's going to be, that's an awesome panel right there just in itself. Well, and it's awesome because but... it's an incredibly, like it's a, you know, kind of controversial movie as it is. And it's neat to like be able to have an open discussion afterward to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what, that's kind of the idea about behind the series is to not just um, you know have a audience kind of passively go away and 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 have a discussion um, on the on the internet mm-hmm. you know where people can't talk face to face. I mean, I want to bring people out and have a discussion in person where we're all in the same room and and, and talk right. about these uh, types of things. So so yeah, so that's I'm so excited important about it. and so lacking. I mean, you're right. Everyone can have an opinion behind the, their computer screen. Yes. But it's nice to be able to see people's faces and see what they're saying. Exactly. Well, and I'll say, too, the way that you run it, it's a very open environment, like, to talk about, like, frankly about it. Like, it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this. So that kind of takes away the, oh, I'm going to get instantly offended by everything. No, let's just actually openly talk about whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever side of you that you've got. It's a cliche to say, you know, that 
certain places are, are supposed to be a safe space, mm-hmm. you know, to talk about things. But that's that's kind of how I really wanted to be. But I, I got to say, one of my favorite moments was in uh, the Forty Eight Hour Screen that you were on with uh, with Keelan. I'm sorry, I keep bringing this up every time I see you, but the, the uh, guy in the back. <laughs> but so after the movie showed, uh, there was a guy, and he was probably sixty or so. And I feel like he was practicing the speech that he wanted to just get off his chest about race. And he stood Guess up. whether he's black or white. That's <laughs> <laughs> really a tough one. He was a Caucasian gentleman. And um, he got up and said, I don't think that the N-word should ever be used in any context by anybody at any time. Basically, he went into kind of this whole spiel about it. And uh, so I turned to my panelists. <laughs> and I looked at Greg. And Greg... Definitely <laughs> handed the microphone over to Keelan. <laughs> I am not touching it. <laughs> he, he wanted no part of that discussion. None of whatsoever. it. Whatsoever. I think I tried to loop him back in, but uh, you know, but Keelan was was very eloquent in his response uh, also to to that guy. So, um, so you know, we want to have people you know bring bring your perspectives and and, uh, and just, let's let's talk about there? it. I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> now, Do you know what NWA stands for? <laughs> <laughs> National Wrestling Alliance. That's so funny, Jason. Right before you said that, Keelan is, is in our live chat. He said, oh, that was the night the old white man told me that no one should ever use the n <laughs> Thank God that that guy was there to tell Keelan what to do. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and I haven't even seen the movie yet. I, I really, really am looking forward to it. You guys have all seen it, obviously, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, that would be weird if it was at your theater and you had haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it more than once, chance, yeah. yeah, I've seen it. I saw it a couple months ago for the first time, and then I fought really hard to open it. I mean, I grew up listening to NWA, so mm. I was already interested, and I saw it, and the movie blew me away. But it was a fight with the studio, because they really had this idea of where the movie was going to play. It was only going to play in megaplexes and in the malls, and they did not understand like a more independent art house theater opening that film. So it took a huge fight for us to get it, and then the movie's a huge success, and the studio's been blown away, and it's like they don't understand it. Right. It's really strange. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it. What's an NWA? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand this. Yeah, and aren't some of like the the their kids playing them? Uh, Ice, Ice Cube's son. Yeah, Ice yeah. Cube's son is playing him. That's so cool. Yeah. All right, that's I mean, pretty neat. he looks neat. just like him. That's what I he heard, does. that he's yeah. like the spitting like image. Him. Doesn't sound like him, no. But really? he the snarl down. Perfectly. Ah, uh, nice. Okay, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I got to meet Ice Cube one time when I was working at Jammin', and he was a nice guy, very sweaty. I'm going to say this. He's a sweaty guy. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with sweaty people. No, nothing Greg. at all. I'm a sweaty person. I'm sweating right now. I'm just saying too? it was nice. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, probably. No. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this movie because, I mean, I I didn't grow up on NWA per se, but I grew up a right after NWA. So Ice Cube, like America's Most Wanted and Predator and Easy e and Dr. Dre and all of them, like right afterwards and then retroactively listened to NWA after that, but... And I'm, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for the movie. Yeah, and I wanted to just say that one of the reasons why I wanted to, to have the, the folks on the panel uh, that we're having, and Johnny included, is that, uh, I mean, you guys have had Sean on, on the show before as many times as you said Sean Jordan, um, but he grew up in South Dakota um, right. as a white kid in South Dakota, but NWA and, and all that stuff, that, that was his favorite kind of music. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a middle-class cal- black kid from Seattle. Johnny uh, grew up in Northeast Portland, but as a white kid. Cool Nuts grew up in Northeast Portland as a black kid. Their, their, their music has, seems to have crossed so many different um, social classes and, and, yep. and color lines. And, and you know, I kind of want to explore that um, uh, with the panel and, and, and discuss that with the audience. And I don't know what you can talk about your experience 
uh, growing up listening to that stuff. Uh, no, I mean, th that kind of nails it. I'm. It's so cool to see uh, an artist from my uh, high school life that is now being mythologized on the big screen. It's very <laughs> weird. It's um, something I, I didn't know if I would ever see this. I thought I would have to wait until I was like that old white guy in the back of the theater talking about, <laughs> why do I got to use this word? But no, I mean, because I, I still feel relatively young and, and that music is still, I, I li I've been listening to it a lot and uh, recently and it's just, it's still vibrant and it still speaks to what's going on in the world today, um, at least some of it. Um, and it's going to be really cool to talk about. Yeah, and I should say, you know, like, this movie, uh, I'm a huge comic book fan, and this movie to me is similar to, like, the Avengers in a way. Like, I still can't believe there's an Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. You know, if you grew up mm -hmm. in the 70s and he's a comic book fan, you, you can't believe that there's, that was actually portrayed on screen. Um, and it's the same thing for this. Like, there's an NWA movie that blows my mind. And it, it, right. It's blowing a lot of people's minds, as, as Dan said, you know, and the fact that it took over 10 years for them to get it made. Um, kind of reflects that, I guess, too. But just the fact you can go to a movie and see the story of Ice Cube and you're and, right. It uh, kind of breaks your guys. brain a little. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem like it should be possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it is. It, it was uh, for me watching it. It was mythologizing my. I mean, I remember the first time I heard NWA was in uh, my parents. Uh, not my parents. Uh, my friend's Volvo. Um, it was his parents' Volvo. My my my. Uh, parents always had like late model big body like LTDs and Oldsmobiles the same cars the NWA would drive um, my parents drove um, I don't know what that says about them very similar but very I was similar. in my friend's Volvo and somebody said hey I have this new tape and I was like I'll put it in and I, it was mind blowing and so now to see it on screen and I thought it was going to be corny I think I'm just I was cynical and I thought it was going to be uh, cheesy but I really enjoyed the movie and um, and it, it was it blew me away Awesome. Yeah, for me, Ice Cube, I grew up listening to him on the school bus in rural Oregon. You know, with my, I had an hour commute on the school bus, so I'd listen to Predator every day. Like, on the, for it was probably a good, like, month and a half every day, Predator. Here we go. That's did it make you feel more street? I did. It was, uh, I loved it. It was so good. And Ice Cube's solo career is covered in the movie. Really? Oh, sweet. The yeah, that, of it. that's the thing about yeah. it. I, I don't know how you felt about it, Dan, but for me watching this, like, if you love NWA, this is your movie, obviously. But it's like NWA porn in a way. Like there's so there's so many things that are referred to. Like if you're a fan of the group, yeah. Like the the fight that the, the Ice Cube had with Above the Law, you know, at the, at uh -huh. the music seminar, that's in the movie. <laughs> if you wonder about Ice Cube uh, talking on, on his disc record that was going back and forth between the two of them um, about him talking about Dr. Dre driving a B210. I remember when you used to drive a B210. The B210 is in the movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, stuff like little touches like that. I, I I absolutely loved, and you know, it's directed by F. Gary Gray, who you know knew all those guys and directed Friday and uh, a lot of their videos and and um, movies. He grew up in that with. area. Yeah. I think he took the movie really seriously, you can tell. Like, I know the opening scene has the cops are driving the tank with the battering ram through the crack house. And he talks about growing up in that and showing the movie to the studio and people not buying it. Like, thinking, that's too over the top. Mm -hmm. Like, people aren't going to take this seriously. And he's like, I saw that. <laughs> that's my fucking that life. That's my life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's incredible. Well, I mean, why not go and see this? I mean, it's a movie that's amazing, and why not go see it with, in one of the most amazing theaters in town, well, yeah, in, the, in the world, with an added bonus at the end where you get to have like a really interesting conversation. And so it's a week from today, Wednesday, August 26th at 6.45 p.m. So 6.45 the p.m. Yeah, movies in black and white, straight out of Compton. That's so awesome. Congratulations, too. And I just want to say real quick, mm -hmm. if people out there that are listening that might be concerned um, that... There's been issues talked about lately about how some of their misogynist elements of their music hasn't been covered. 
And if you're worried about that not being part of the discussion, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> Ladies, I got you. I just finished reading an article about that. I chose not to bring it up. But yeah, okay. that was, yeah, that was, uh, I want to go next week and I'll be curious to hear that conversation. If you want to talk about this stuff, come with it. Awesome. Done and done. There we go. And tickets at hollywoodtheater.org. Best it. spot. All right. So All get right, there. Well, thank you guys for coming into the, to the sweat box with us. <laughs> yeah. Really appreciate it. And with the Hollywood Theater, I just want to say there's it's such a fantastic place if you've never been there. Oh, yeah. You absolutely need to go see it. It's it's a staple of Portland. You have to go. It's historical. It's beautiful. Go support it. Um, and it's theater spelled fancy with the R-E. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I did feel pretty badass when I was on the bus listening to this. I bet you I did. That was pretty cool. You felt like know. a real tough cookie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was America's Most Wanted actually first on tape, and then it was Ice Cube oh, on okay. Discman with Predator. And then... With Discman? Not even a, like a tape man? Uh, at that point, I had a Discman of, of Predator. What are you worried about? Oh, no, I was hearing voices. I didn't know if the speaker was still on or what. You're hearing voices? I hear somebody talking. There's nobody in the studio. The guy's left already. Oh, it, it, it's coming from outside. That's what it is. I don't hear any voices. My invisible. Does anyone else hear any voices? <laughs> Shut Let up. me just put that out there for anybody listening live. You're right now. funny. I don't hear any voices. You're playing voices just to mess with me, aren't you? I've got a little bit of world of crazy. Greg, I'm going to throw something at you. I have half a burrito over here, and I'm not afraid to lob it at your face. I can't see you. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I can smell what's in the enemy. Oh, gross. Don't be creepy. What? I didn't say anything. Uh-huh. Again, if you'd like to sponsor one of our Hood to Coast legs, yes. go to funemploymentradio.com slash run. Yes, indeed. We'll help us out immensely, and you can have whatever you'd like written. Have your way with have- the sign that we're going to so yeah, like have your way with us. Yeah, have sure. your way with us. That's our hashtag. Or we'll be sweaty, slogan, red in the face, and you can just have your way. Funemploymentradio.com slash run. Sponsor a leg. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> More like sweaty X. Dillon. Don't, that's not part of it. No, Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, so it has now been confirmed that hackers have indeed put online... The personal details of more than a million users of AshleyMadison.com. I saw that. Their email addresses, their passwords, credit card information, what have you. Over a million people, it is now available online. I mean, I obviously it's it's yeah, I've, I it's fucked up. It, I mean, as I'm seeing that in the chat right now, I was trying to think of like the right way to say this, and uh, Keelan in the chat just said fucked up, so I saw that, and that's that's kind of how I feel. I mean, at the same time, you know, these are. People who are cheating on their spouses, mm. which I don't have very much sympathy for that, for that kind of thing. At the same time, though, their all their stuff is posted online. All their stuff is on the there. Same, so, well, uh, so it is being reported. Eh, you know, karma, I guess. That the cyber attack has indeed happened after this company had threatened to release salacious details on as many as 37 million customers. That is a lot of cheating people. Yeah. 37 million people on the website. Uh, only a million were released. So it was. Uh, so they have 36 more million that they can put yeah, out? Or that's just how many they million. got. Yeah. Okay. So how many people are frantically searching 
that searching site, to see if there's trying stuff to see there. if their names on there and how many people are frantically searching to see if their spouse's name is on there. Right. Uh, so the hackers use the, which I still don't understand exactly what this is, uh, the dark web. The dark web. That's the other internet, right? It's the secret internet. It, I see that. Just I, my mind can't wrap around that. It's like three D printers. I don't get the dark. You, you have to use a different internet. kind of browser, a Tor browser. Like not like Chrome, the shittiest browser in the world. You're not gonna get there on Chrome, no. But you downloaded a darknet browser, so isn't that I've just like it. using a browser? But it's a different kind of browser. It's a whole thing. Okay. There's a whole secret underworld of the internet, the dark web. All right. Well. I don't, like, ser- I still seriously, don't. no, there really is. It's, it's a whole underworld of the web. No, I know. That's where you buy, ways. like, guns and prostitutes and all kinds That's of, like, part horrible of it, yeah. shit, right? Yeah, there's a lot of horrible shit on okay. there. Okay. Uh, so, the hackers have appointed themselves as uh, moral judges, jurors, and executioners, seeing fit to impose a personal notion on uh, a virtue on all of society. So, the FBI is investigating the theft alongside uh, the Royal Canadian Mounties and local police. So the hackers who called themselves the Impact Team did leak snippets of the compromised data in late July and threatened to publish the names and nude photos and sexual fantasies of the customers unless Ashley Madison was taken down. Ashley Madison failed to take down their website, so the Impact Team decided to let all the, well, at least one thirty-seventh of their membership profiles go public. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so 9.7 gigabytes of data was posted, which is a lot, a lot of data. That's a lot of data. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you have it. So if you suspect uh, someone or you're afraid that you might get caught, go to the dark net and search for your name. <laughs> uh, so I saw this story everywhere, and I wasn't sure if it was true or if it was just them remodeling, but I guess this is true. So we all know about the Goonies house in Astoria, where, you know, Chunk yeah. does the truffle shuffle. Goonies, well, not everybody knows that, though. Okay, so there's the movie The Goonies, which was uh, really popular in the 80s. But it was filmed in Astoria, Oregon. In Astoria, Oregon, which is, like, kind of, it's on the northern coast of Oregon. Yes, basically. the far northwest, as far northwest as you can get, pretty That's much. The tippy, the, the tippy point of it. So the Goonies truffle shuffle house has now been blocked off after owners get fed up of uh, 1,500 fans going and visiting it every day. They have actually legitimately tarped off their house so that people can't come and take pictures of it. Why? Okay, let me just say this. Is growing up here... That's it's a famous house in Oregon. Like everybody knows where the Goonies house is. It's it's in the film. It's where Data like, you know that. Where uh, he like rigs the contraption at the you know at the beginning, letting. Yeah, 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 letting contraption letting chunk in. Like it's it's where they find the treasure map. Like the yeah the main house. Yeah, if you go to Astoria, actually they have maps where you can go to see that, and then the other movies that have filmed in Astoria, like Kindergarten Cop and Free Willy, and Mm -hmm. you can see the diner from Goonies. Yeah. Yeah, and and so. You know about that. If you go and buy that house, you, there's no way you could not know that is the Goonies' house. Mm-hmm. And it's always been known that you can, like, don't go up on their property. Don't go on their property, but you can stand at, like, the base of their driveway and take a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And which which that's perfectly fine. So, yeah, don't go on their property. But, I mean, you've got to be able to take a picture of it. I mean, it's a, it's you know what it is. You know what that is when you buy it. And so they're tarping it off because they're tired of people taking pictures. Yeah, so get Then this. why the fuck did you buy the Goonies' house? All right, well, so the city of Astoria has been trying to increase the Goonies' tourism trade. Of course, they had the Goonies' reunion that happened last year there. Uh, but... What the owner of the house, so this woman's name is Sandy Preston. She's owned it for 14 years. She said she's had enough because unruly fans have started showing up at all hours of the night, drunk, throwing beer bottles and cigarettes onto the lawn and climbing onto their property and peering into the windows. 
Yeah, okay, that's a problem. Then she should talk to the city and have them set up something, like if they're going to be promoting if it. They're, yeah, that is, is exactly it. Like if it's the city of Astoria that's promoting Goonies being filmed there, the city needs to protect her rights. And and that's fine. Did the city, did she try that and the city said no? Uh, it doesn't say yet. So, uh, so far she's covered her home with blue tarp and signs warning people to stay away. So one of the signs, oh, Shut up. All right. This one, I'm sorry. This is just kind of woe is me. I have a huge house in Astoria. Feel sorry for me. So one reads, imagine that you buy a house, fix... This is what the sign says outside of her house. Imagine if you buy a house, fix it up, spend money, time, and love on it. Then the city of Astoria encourages uh, encourages hundreds of thousands of people to come and stand in front and view it. Uh, this driveway, maintained by home by the homeowners, sees 1,000 plus people every day. Most are kind, fun, and welcome, but many are not. Uh, the city councilor of Astoria said, uh, Sandy has been very, very accommodating. The tourism at the Goonies house has, over the last three or four years, absolutely exploded. Most people think it's an attraction, when in reality it really is a private residence. So uh, one of the members of the Chamber of Commerce said uh, she was overwhelmed and looking for help to try to get some semblance of a normal life back. It's just a constant stream of people coming all hours of the day. So she pleaded, actually, to Astoria Chambers for help. So the city placed a sign near her street. Oh, so the city placed a sign saying access closed to Goonies House. I can see both sides, I suppose. Yeah, you're, you're right. You can yeah. see both sides. To, to, I mean, if the city is promoting it as a tourist thing, then they should provide the some security it. Yeah. for it. Or put up a fence for her. Or, you know, do, do something. If they're making money off of it, sure. Yeah, they, they should do something to protect it. At the same time, also, she knew what she was getting into. They should. Maybe- I mean, you know what you're getting into when you buy the Goonies house. Mm-hmm. That's just to to say not is just to plead ignorance. And I highly doubt a woman who has the money to buy a house like that in Astoria is that ignorant. Yeah, like, I she mean, knew what she was getting into. Yeah, and even 14 years ago, that would still have been a pretty expensive yeah. purchase. Oh yeah. Well, particularly since that it's was already house. the Goonies house. Yeah. yeah, it's been the Goonies house for 30 years. Yeah, for 30 years. So, so it was already historical. It's no big surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, city officials are saying now that there are no plans to reopen the Goonies house, so it's not known if she's just going to live with the house under blue tarp. Or yeah, that's also not a solution either. Like, it seems like both sides need to be grown-ups and come up with a solution to this. Yeah. All right, so there you have it. Uh, Greg, a hot-button topic that I really like talking about. I have uh, the curious case of one of my favorite foods. And it sounds like the coolest gang ever. This is out of Moscow, Russia. A cheese smuggling gang. Uh oh. Has netted around $30 million by illegally importing cheese and pretending it was more expensive cheese and selling it like it was more expensive cheese, therefore making money off of the cheese. Wow. But they've been caught, unfortunately. It was good while it lasted. Russian police were able to catch the cheese smuggling ring after some 470 tons of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. That is a lot of cheese were seized during the raid. So if convicted, the six cheese smugglers could face up to a the decade smugglers. behind bars. Uh, so President Vladimir Putin, uh, his government introduced a prohibition-style ban on most Western food last oh, year. Oh, yeah, that's so messed up. Yeah, so police said that the cheese had been repackaged and was passed off as being of higher quality than it actually was. Officials did not say where the cheese raid had taken place. So, uh, Russian authorities recently have bulldozed or burned more than 600 tons of sanctions-defying food contraband. Wow, wow, I didn't realize that they were that they banned Western food. Yeah, well, Putin's, Putin's crazy. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
they ban it, but then he was probably making money off of that too. Oh, he in was in some way. But yeah. then he got caught, and so he's like, everyone's going eh. down. Yeah. Well, and finally, I do have one last story. Wouldn't be World of Crazy without a Florida man. This is out of Cape Coral, Florida. Or Cape Coral, Florida. A Florida man. Cape Coral. <laughs> Cape Coral. A Florida man uh, was arrested after authorities say McDonald's employees recognized him from the surveillance footage of a, re- a recent break-in. The Florida man, who was nicknamed locally as the Hamburglar, was arrested after he broke... His name is the Hamburglar. You got a cheese bandit and a Hamburglar? I know. I think I was hungry when I was putting this together. Sounds like it. Uh, uh, police said in a news release that the Hamburglar, the Florida Hamburglar, broke into McDonald's in the early morning hours, uh, let's see, last week. The building security system was damaged, but nothing appeared to be taken. They hmm. don't know why the Hamburglar was breaking in there. What was he up to? Well, authorities say that 43-year-old Florida man John Gampa showed up in the drive-thru as, as a customer a few days later, and employees recognized him from video as the suspected thief. Although it doesn't sound like he's a thief because they said nothing was stolen, but he just damaged the security system. Uh, police say that Hamburglar what Gampa... What are you up to? What are they building up there? Hamburglar Gampa tried to flee when they arrived at his house, but an officer was able to shoot him down with a stun gun. Now Gampa, who was already on probation for robbery, was charged with burglary and resisting an officer oh, without shit. violence. That was an expensive cheeseburger if he took one because he's being held on $35,000 bail. Oh, man. Jail records did not list an attorney for Mr. Gampa. Yikes. What's in the box? That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. All right. There we go. There we have it. Okay. All right. What's in the box? Why are you saying that? Because now I, I can hear. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? All right. Um, we do need to wrap up. I wanted to talk about something that happened to me this morning. All right. I almost got in a confrontation. What do you mean you almost got in a confrontation? I, well, I didn't, but I witnessed confrontation. I may have said something, and I should have said something. Why? How? Okay, what did you do? Okay, I was uh, driving down Hawthorne today, Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland, Oregon, and um, uh, there, was a, there was a woman riding her bike down the middle of it. It was a main, It's a main road. There's lots of side roads to ride on to ride your bike in in Portland, mm-hmm. like very safe side roads sure. compared to driving down the main dragway. And is that, is that a thing people still, still say? Dragway? Main dragway? Yeah. No. Main drag? I mean, maybe main drag. Do people say that? Is that, is that like another old-timey thing? Old like, people say it. Like, like as the crow flies, that's something that I'm not supposed to be sure. saying? I don't know if that's a thing anyway. Anyway, uh, she was dri- dr- riding her bike down that, and she didn't have a helmet on, and um, she was like riding in the middle of traffic, like weaving all around. Oh, and boy. And we came to a stop sign. Yeah, I know. And, and she came to a stop sign, and, or a, a stop light, and there was a woman, like I was watching, and I, I kind of wanted to say something to her, just not out of, I don't care that she's riding her bike. You, It's your right to ride your bike on any road. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's totally it. You can also ride your Bike without a helmet, but at the same time, it's not very smart. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not safe. Especially weaving in and out. Like, cars don't pay attention. No, that's, it's just not safe. And I was considering it, but then the woman who was uh, next to me, and by the way, this bicyclist rode right up in between the two cars, too, so she wasn't even using a real lane. And the woman uh, who was driving the car next to me that was on the other side of the bicyclist, like, rolled her down, and she was just like, hey, you know, just so you know, there's a... A, a better road, just like a block over, that's a bike road, that's probably a better place to ride your bike on, just it's safer. I mean, the woman was actually very nice doing mm-hmm. it, and this bicyclist lady, like, flipped out on her, and uh, and then I I rolled down the window and I said, she's right, it is safer over there, and then she flipped out on me, and then 
Oh, wow. Yeah, she got really mad at me. Well, it's true. I mean, you don't want to... But it is. It's safer. You have to be safe as a driver and as a bicyclist. Well, and the the thing is, too, you also... I'm just going to say, this is my personal opinion, you should wear a helmet. I mean, helmets... uh, You're never going to win, no matter whether you're in the right or wrong or whatever it is. If you're on a bike, you're still going to lose to a car. And also, your head's still going to get squished on this. We personally saw someone's pavement. life in person get saved by a helmet. Yeah, we did, actually. When yeah. that guy got hit by the mattress and he flew yeah. off of his bike and is the back of his skull connected with the corner of the sidewalk, he would have been spattered. Oh, yeah. But his, his helmet his saved His helmet him. saved his life. I saw it happen. It yeah. Was, and that's what actually finally convinced me to start wearing a helmet. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, well, you know, sometimes it doesn't save, you know, like if, some, if something else happens, like the helmet doesn't save you. But I saw it actually save someone's life. It's just, it's not worth not wearing it mm-hmm. to me, to me. And again, everybody's got their right, but I'm just saying it's, uh, a helmet's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my personal opinion. That's what I'm putting out there. But I'm going to tell you this now. <laughs> I'm putting it into there. A good place to go get a helmet, Sarah is the bike gallery. Yeah, I got my burn helmet from there. I love it. And we've got a sale there that's a special that's going on till the end of this month. So this is why I really want to get this out here so people know to get in there and take advantage of it. If you go to funemploymentradio.com, just click on that bike gallery link right there on our website and click on that and it's a coupon for 10% off and they'll scan it just right off of your phone at any bike gallery location. So there's six different locations around town. If you don't have a helmet, if you have an old helmet, go get a helmet. Pick up a helmet. They're they're actually pretty reasonably priced, and you get ten percent off anyway. Oh yeah! So it's it's well worth it. Uh, and this this coupon only goes till the end of this month. So we really want to get people in there, just you know, for one, so you can get take advantage of the savings. Two, it helps us because then the people at Bike Gallery, you know, know that uh, you guys are going in, and it helps us keep the show going, and everything's a big circle. Um, Plus, I also let me just say for the record, I hate wearing a helmet, but I do wear one. But they do have like other ones that you can buy that don't look ridiculous anymore. They're like more fashion-y helmets. Don't be the lady riding down the middle of Hawthorne because you think you look cooler without a helmet on. Don't be that person. Go get a helmet. Bike gallery. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the bike gallery link. Um, All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, Geek in the City coming up later today Geek on the Fun the Employment City. Radio Network at about 7.30-ish p.m. right here on uh, on the station. And funemploymentradio.com slash run. Awesome. Buy a leg from Sarah and Greg. Buy one of our legs. Yes. <laughs> They're so cheap. Buy a part of us. <laughs> we'll be a part of... No, i got to stop making it creepy. you got to stop making like creepy sexual innuendos. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.